North Shore 1049, WBOQ Gloucester. And streaming worldwide on the North Shore 1049 app. It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. Kind of a treat for me today. I'm in the studio. In the studio with Biff. Well, almost with Biff. Biff's in another studio, but... We're... But you're here. But I'm here. I'm Did here. I'm, North I'm, I'm, up, I'm up on the uh, the balcony studio. As we call it, treetop studios tree, here tree, at North Shore 104.9. Treetop studio. Yes. Wow, yeah. Overlooking uh, the vast North Beverly. Wow, and yeah. all of that it is. Yeah. Well, you know, I was I was up. I thought, uh, and you know, we're going to give away a book, so I brought the book here with me, so you know, somebody can come and pick it up when they mm-hmm. want. It. So yep. we'll get into that in a bit later. But you know, it's been here in Massachusetts, and I'm sure in North Beverly, the weather's been delightful the last few days. Very springlike. Yeah, very springlike. And I noticed that people are washing their cars. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, catching those catching those leaves they didn't finish raking from last year. True. But washing their cars. And, you know, you go out and you wash your car. You might notice, uh, you know, some sh- scratches and scrapes here and there. And, um, you know, you're like, ah, do I need to bring it to the body shop? What do I need to do? Can I touch up the paint myself? Mm-hmm. And maybe you go and you kind of look at one of those little lipstick things worth of paint. You go, can I do it with this? And then it always looks like you took some lipstick and put it on the paint. <laughs> that amazing. And, and it does, it kind of looks that way. Yeah, it doesn't really match that well. Well, we have Paul Fernandez from AutomotiveTouchUp.com, and um, their paint is really pretty amazing because it's the factory paint. Paul, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, sure. And, um, you know, one of the things about trying to touch up a a scrape or a, or a nick in your car is, you know, it really is all about the preparation. You can't just go out there and dab some paint on usually because that's not going to be good enough. Um, you guys have a whole, you know, you have everything you need. I, I guess to paint a whole car if you want, but uh, you have everything you need to uh, to be able to touch up paint on your car and take care of take care of some paint damage. Everything from um, primer to tools to you know, a, a, a thing to hold a spray can if you want, right? Yeah, yeah. We try to make sure we have everything uh, any customer would need to make any type of cosmetic repair. And you mentioned us do a whole car. Uh, we've, we've had people do a whole car. Uh, we've had people do a whole car just using a spray gun and uh, ready to spray. So they'll buy some gallons and they'll do it that way. But we've, uh, we've had a few... Uh, oddballs with old Volvos and things like that who uh, buy end up buying over the course of a year a uh, hundred and something aerosol cans and just piece by piece uh, repaint their entire uh, 84 Volvo and I'm not sure what they're thinking but if they want to <laughs> buy the paint and if they want to give it a go 
uh, one one of them came back and uh, he sent us pictures and they were uh, it came out really good. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was a really quality job. And you know, and again, it's just I don't care if you're painting a room in your house or you're trying to touch up paint on your car. It really is all about preparation. You're not just going to go out there and you know paint over oh, a scrape. No. You need to you need to take some right. steps to do that, right? Right. You need to make sure the surface is uh, prepped properly and. Whether that means just sanding uh, excess rust or just making sure you sand the area. If it's just, you know, even if it's just a scratch through the clear coat, uh, just into the base coat a little bit. But um, even with all of that, and you know, applying primer, everything else, the, the biggest thing is having a clean surface to work with and having everything dust-free, you know, dirt, grease, everything. There should be nothing on there that can really... Uh, interfere with it so i mean we always mention to people that you, you should use a prep solvent something uh with butox ethanol something water-based something that cleans it up really nice and that's the kind of stuff we stock but uh in addition to that the first thing you should do when you're almost ready for application is just some dish soap and water that's all you need mm. Dish soap and water clean it up uh that'll get grease off that'll get any excess stuff off and and from there, go ahead and use a prep solvent, and you'll uh, you'll be good. Uh, I mean, the last step that would obviously make the most sense is then go ahead and use a tack cloth just to make sure there's no dust, uh, you know, adhering to the surface. But once you've done those three things, if you do those three things after you've done your other preparation, like primer and everything, then you're going to have a nice, clean surface, and you're going to be able to work really well with base coat, clear coat, everything else. Well, let's let's talk for a minute about what you actually sell. Um, yes. Do you sell, you know, you have uh, spray cans that are the factory paint, but you also uh, have the, you also have the little touch-ups? Uh, yeah. Know? Well, we sell everything. So, uh, yeah, we sell aerosol cans. That's kind of our bread and butter. Um, uh, we do uh, it's sort of a urethane acrylic hybrid, so it works with urethane clear. It works with acrylic clear. It will work both ways. There's no issues. Um uh, we sell all the uh, aerosol primers, multiple colors, uh, gray being obviously the most popular, but if you've got a red car, great, buy red primer. You know, you'll get better coverage. Same for white, same for black. Um, let's see. Uh, we sell, uh, obviously, we sell aerosol clears for uh, acrylic and uh, urethane. Um, urethane having a short shelf life once you crack that uh, crack that catalyst on the bottom of the can. But... Mm. Um, you're only going to have 24 to 48 hours to get that done. But we also sell a lot of touch-up products. We sell uh, half-ounce bottles, two-ounce bottles, paint pens. Um, we try to cover all sizes. We also do uh, ready-to-spray products. We do pints, quarts, gallons. Um, we also sell spray guns. We sell spray gun kits. Plus, we sell our own in-house uh, spray guns. And we try to give people everything they need and uh safety stuff you know we'll have gloves uh well it's getting a little harder as far as uh respirators and dust masks that's that's difficult uh to procure yeah. at the moment so but other than that safety glasses gloves um everything they need for prep uh you know prep yep. work and things like that basically everything you need right now except for respirators hmm. because just can't get them yeah um one of the, one of the things that um I think some people get a little confused about when they have like the brush in a bottle sort of thing, the nail polish yeah. bottle full of paint. Um, a lot of people try to sort of brush that on and 
Um, yeah, that's probably much, not yeah. the way to do it, right? Yeah. Look, uh, I, I think anything more. I, I think anything more than a very tiny scratch, frankly, should be an aerosol job. Mm. Um, some people, uh, you know, they'll they'll go ahead and they'll have a square that's like two two inches by three inches, and they'll go ahead and sand that off and uh, get it ready, and then they'll sit there and brush it on. And I mean, clearly, you're going to see brush strokes, right? In in this big giant square you did, you you know, I mean, uh, you, you're not some amazing artist. I'm assuming, so don't expect that it's going to work like that. Uh, we also saw micro dabbers. Um, which can transfer as little of a eighth of a drop of paint. Now, that's my method is if your scratch is small enough that that would work for you, then yes, a uh, half-ounce bottle, perfect. Um, a pen, you can get a nice smooth stroke over it, but I always uh, caution people to do just one single stroke once you've prepped it over that uh, scratch so it won't, uh, it won't build up too high because right. that's another problem with such a products they can build up higher than the surrounding paint and it gets even harder to make it you know really blend in the way you would like but um yeah i think anything larger than a uh a scratch uh, that's you know three to four inches or uh if it's if the scratch is wider than maybe uh six to eight millimeters i mm. think you're looking at an aerosol job yeah yeah and i i even noticed that people will you know, you kind of look online for technique sometimes, and mm -hmm. rather than wipe the paint on with the brush, sort of blob it on a little bit so it fills yeah. in the hole right. and doesn't spread over onto the rest of the paint, right? Right. That's, you know, that can have its pluses and minuses. If it's a rock chip and it's clearly uh, something like that, then yeah, I get the idea that you would go ahead and blob a little paint into it and then just try to smooth it out with the surrounding area, mm. and that can work. That can work fine. But if you're just blobbing it on to a spot, yeah. Um, now you just you have a dried up blob at the end. It's, that's not the way to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to you need to handle it. And when we were talking about our surface preparation, uh, I think you really need to prepare like a plan. You need to have a plan for how you're going to paint the car itself too. Uh, even if it's a small spot, just have a plan. If it's a small scratch. Uh, buy microdabbers. We provide those too. Get a hmm. get a half ounce bottle. It's only going to cost you nine ninety nine. The microdabbers will cost you a dollar and like twenty five cents, hmm. and, and and they'll make your job a lot a lot better. It, you won't have blobs. You won't have anything uh, raised. You'll be able to fill a tiny scratch with uh, just enough paint. Hmm. And today's cars, you know, uh, you know, a million years ago, paint was paint was pretty hard. Um, right. It 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 was pretty resilient against stone and you know stone chips and things like that. Sure, Over the years, as paint has become more environmentally friendly, to me it seems at least that paint has become more apt to chip. Is that yeah? True? I think yeah. Uh, I think especially with water based stuff out there now and everything else. Uh, I think as long as you use uh, and as long as you use a really nice clear mm. to finish it. Then you're gonna you're gonna be better off uh, if you use a urethane clear to finish your job. Then you're gonna be better off probably, and it's obviously going to be uh, stronger. It's gonna be more durable. Mm. It's gonna last longer than an acrylic product. Acrylic product is meant for cosmetic repairs. Mm. Now, will it last? Sure, it might last five or ten years. You never mm. know. Mm. But 
that depends a lot on where you live. If you live in Arizona and use an, an acrylic product, you're never going to have to worry about humidity. You're never going to have to worry about the cold damaging it. So those things aren't an issue. But if you live in Michigan, uh, you should you'd be using urethane clear probably. Mm. Yeah, good point. And the, one of the other things I really like about your products is, you know, a lot of people that have, you know, toy cars or they restored a car, maybe they right. didn't use the factory color anymore because they said, you know, I really like the, you know, 1993 Corvette red. So I'm going to paint my, I'm going to paint my 32 Ford 1995 Corvette red. And all no, of a sudden, you, all yeah. of a sudden you get a scratch in it and you're like, oh, now what? Well, you can... As long, right, as long as they know the OEM code, that's not an issue. Right. So, and, right. But, uh, yeah, when you mentioned that, I was thinking of 32 Ford. Well, you didn't have many options anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. But uh, that's another thing about OEM codes is you can go ahead and uh, paint your brake calipers. You can paint, you know, your, your entire engine bay. I've seen plenty of people do it. And as long as you know what you bought from us the first time, and you can buy the same thing again if you ever need it. You know? Right. So, yeah, I I just like the idea. If you know, I went to, you know, I went to a paint shop and had them paint my car, and they used an OEM color that I know I can touch it up with your products, and I'm going to get this. I'm going to get the same match. Um, but and if you don't, right? And yeah. just just uh, I'm sorry, John Paul, yeah. but if you don't, we're always here to help our customers and make sure that we fix that. So, oh, good. Yeah. Point that out. Yeah, and. Um, one of the things that can make a difference is primer. And yeah. there's different, like you said, there's red primers and gray primers and whitish color right. primers. And sometimes, if you're not sure, you have to do a couple samples, right? Spray some primer on and spray the light color primer. Then spray the color coat and see what it looks, see how it matches. And then you try the red primer in the color coat and see how it matches. And uh, to get the to get the right finished product, right? Yeah, I think generally any color coat is going to work with any color primer, and you're not really going to have a problem. You could spray a white over a black primer. It's going to be fine, mm. but you just might have to do an extra coat. Okay. Um, the real goal of it is to save you uh, a little bit on your paint so that you can have some left over for another project if you need it or you know, if you need it again for a different scratch at a different part of the car. Basically, if you buy the uh, – if you bought red primer and some uh, red uh, – like, let's say uh, that uh, new Chevy that they were using, uh, 505Q, that uh, crystal uh, mm -hmm. Clarette. So you, let's say you buy that, okay? Now, uh, I think you're going to find that you're going to save money on paint. Instead of buying three cans to do, like, a couple of different spots in the car, mm -hmm. maybe you can buy two cans instead, and you'll get away with that, and it'll be okay. And you might even have some left over. Mm. Yeah, good point. And the other the other thing is, you guys really know about paint because i had an old car not old it was you know just a regular car but it was you know older and it needed it needed some paint some of the paint was just from age was starting to peel here and there and right. but it was white and it was yeah. even though it was just sort of a regular ordinary car it had a base coat and a color coat and it, well and it ended up you ended up having to go with four coats of paint primer base coat, a color coat over that, and then clear coat over that. Um, but you'd go to the, you know, auto parts store or even the dealership to, for touch-up paint, and they're like, oh, we don't keep that in stock. But you guys had it. Right. Well, yeah, well, we have everything. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's just the easiest way for me to say it. If you need it, we have it. And if we don't have it, 
uh, we have uh, enough uh, local uh, friends that we'll get it within a day. So. Um, yeah, and I mean, my wife has a black Volkswagen, and from you know highway driving, it's uh, right. you know has some little stone chips all around the hood. You know, little right. you know less than you know the size of a you know match head, but they're starting right. to you know starting to chip here and there. And like you said, you know, those kind of chips are perfect for sort of that micro-dabber, right? Yeah, it depends. If you have a lot of them in one area, then I would say I wouldn't use a micro-dabber or something like that. If you have just two or three, sure, definitely do it. And especially if they're spaced out, because hmm. they will be less noticeable. The more of these you do in a certain uh, small area, the more noticeable they're going to be. And that's just the way it works with any kind of paint. Hmm. But... Um, if you have a bunch of them in an area that's maybe, uh, you know, two feet long and you've got 12 of them in there, I would suggest, okay, then cool. Let's, uh, let's fill those uh, spots with primer, make sure we sand them smooth, and go ahead and uh, apply aerosol. So, in other words, you don't want your car to look like it has freckles. Yeah, you don't want freckles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. It. Yeah. And um, how, you know, every, everybody's, everybody's suffered with COVID. Did you guys have any problems? I mean, you said you know, face masks and respirators, but did you guys have any problems with distribution or, you know, in, in your business? Did COVID affect you guys at all? Um, it affected our, uh, our ability to get orders out. We were probably, uh, instead of like three to five days or three to six days, our normal turnaround, uh, we had one point during the summer, we're probably at like two to three weeks on the oh, turnaround. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of staffing issues and yeah. supply issues. Yeah, those, were our, those were our two biggest things yeah. is that a lot of our suppliers, uh, a lot of our can suppliers, everything else, uh, that started to get really slow for us. And we had uh, employees out, you know, even if yep. they just had contact with somebody, quarantining and stuff. Yep. So we were usually running at about 60% capacity. And, uh, you know, it was it was tough. We got through it. Um, we had a good year sales-wise because I guess everybody was stuck at home uh, fixing up their cars. Yeah. But, uh -huh. um but uh, yeah. yeah, it was a tough year. But uh, I think we've uh, we've made preparations and we've gotten used to the the way it's working now. So uh, hopefully this year uh, goes a lot smoother for us. And uh, two questions before you go: an aerosol can, how much is it? Uh, it's twenty two ninety five. Yeah. So you get perfect color match in an aerosol can, so you can touch up those little areas. Maybe you have even some rust that you're going to go through all the work and you know sand it, fill it prime it, and then paint it, and you'll get a good match. And if people want more information, website's simple enough, automotivetouchup.com, right? Yep. Uh, go to automotivetouchup.com. Website's extremely easy to use. You can find uh, links on the top. Just to, uh, There's a page just to find your color code. If you can't find your color code, you don't even need to call us for that. You can go to that page, click your uh, manufacturer. It'll tell you where to find the color code on the car. It'll give you example images of what those uh, color code tags look like. They'll be highlighted where the color is on those tags. Uh, we have other resources, videos for uh, small different types of repairs and things like that. Um, and if you ever have any other uh, questions or, you know, concerns, you can always call us um, at 888-710-5192. Uh, or uh, you can just go ahead and uh, submit a ticket on our website. Um, and uh, one of our customer service people will get on it uh, usually within the same day. Perfect. Paul, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your Saturday morning and joining us up here in Massachusetts and talking about 
let's let's fill in those scratches. Let's fill in those chips. Let's take care of those yeah. pain issues and and let's, and get the car looking good again. Yeah, no jalopies. Let's let's, yeah. let's have everything look nice. All right, there we go. Hey, Paul, thanks a lot, and take care, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you, guys. All right, take care. Bye bye. We need to take a break, pay some bills, and I want to thank Paul Fernandez from AutomotiveTouchUp.com for joining us and filling us in about how to fill in paint. That was awful, wasn't it? You can admit it. If it's local you want, it's local we have. Your local connection, North Shore 104.9. I Tank Morse. Join me weekday mornings. We'll have local news, entertainment, music to get you going, and lots of laughs. Laugh and learn weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on your local connection, North Shore 104.9. Join AAA today and avoid roadside headaches this winter. Don't let a dead battery, frozen car locks, or an unexpected breakdown keep you out in the cold. With a AAA membership, you're protected on the road anytime, in any car, and in any weather. AAA technicians will be there to quickly fix your problem and get you back on the road, often without the need for a tow. Visit aaa.com slash join to sign up. That's aaa.com slash join. Are you looking for extra income? Caring Choice Transportation seeks 7D licensed drivers, LPNs, and RNs to join their growing business, transporting children and adults with special needs to area schools and medical appointments. Caring Choice Transportation will train to assist with 7D student licensing. They offer competitive hourly salaries. Details online at caringchoicetransportation.com or call them today, 978-375-3026 for details. That's 978-375-3026. Hi, it's John Haley from Obershawn Hardware. Join me every Sunday morning at 7 on At Home with John Haley as we tackle your home projects. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this, uh, I don't know, it's a nice, clear, but somewhat chilly day outside. Um, we are going to be giving away the Corvette book. So Corvette Stingray, the mid-engine revolution, uh, you are going to have to come to the station to pick it up. So you are going to have to come to beautiful North Beverly to pick it up. So... Um, so be ready for that. And we're gonna—we're not even gonna make it hard. We're just gonna do like a random number call. And that's right. Yep. Yep. So, Biff but, is gonna. But Biff you have to come here to Eight Enon Street. Yep. That's right. Between the hours of nine and five, and pick it up. And we'll have your name on it. Yep. And you'll be able to pick it up. And I think it's worth about forty bucks. By the way, it's a nice looking book. And. Shrink-wrapped, never been opened. Never been opened. It's never been opened. Never been opened. 
So if you're a, if you're a Corvette fan, you want to you want to get your hands yeah. on this book. I have one that was open, but um, um, I'd mentioned that I was away for a month. I was down in uh, the Tin Shack down in Florida, where my wife still is, by the way. You know, often um, when people say they were away for a while, it's like rehab. Jail. 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 <laughs> well, I wasn't in either of those. I wasn't in <laughs> rehab or jail. Um, but I was in Florida. But um, for some reason, I got two of these books. One was sent to work and one was sent to my house. And the one that was sent to my house, how many snowstorms do we have in February? Oh, boy. A few, right? A few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sat outside. Ooh. During those snowstorms. Ooh. Yeah. Because you weren't there. I wasn't there. Yeah, actually, we had three or four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, it was still there when I uh, when I got home. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty soggy, <laughs> <laughs> and even though it was all <laughs> shrink wrapped in plastic inside a envelope, um, when I picked up the envelope, it 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 dissolved, and the um, the pretty cover was pretty wet. Um, but the book itself was actually the book itself was actually reasonably okay. Um, so it's a nice book. So, yes. Yeah. So this one's it's a nice giveaway. This one's this one's brand new and uh, never never been never been out in a snowstorm. It's never seen a snowstorm. Never seen a like most Corvettes. They've never seen snowstorms. Just like and, the car. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So and it's an officially licensed book and by uh, by Chevrolet. So um, you know you should uh, when when we say it's time to go, give us a call. But it's not time yet. Absolutely. No, it's not we'll, time yet. No. 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 We'll, no. no, no. We'll, we'll do it soon. So stay listening. Is all I can say. Um, Peter, who lives up in Salem, who's a big Edsel, well, he's president of the Edsel Club. He probably knows about this. But Edsel's Edsel is, um, and it's probably already happened because I don't know how old this article is. But it says uh, Barrett Jackson is, is auctioning off two vehicles this month. Oh, it's actually March, so it's this month. So I'm up to date. Here. Okay, so we're halfway, um, almost yeah. halfway through. Well, yeah, but still, uh, two vehicles this month from the personal collection of Edsel Ford, including a 1958 version of the car named after his grandfather. This is an amazing opportunity to buy Edsel's Edsel, uh, as well as his Ford Woody wagon, according to uh, Craig Jackson. The pair of handsome cars carries the Gravitas. Big word for me, by the way. Ooh, I thought, yeah. I thought we were banning big words in here. <laughs> right, I guess not. Of being owned while well, I'm reading, so I'm, I'm lucky I can doesn't pronounce. Count, I'm lucky count. I can pr- pronounce gravitas. There you go. Uh, of being owned by the icon of the automotive uh, uh, industry, the Edsel is a Bermuda wagon that was upgraded in 2016 with a V8 engine, three-speed automatic transmission, and revamped interior. Also up for auction is a 1947 Ford Super Deluxe Custom Woody wagon. Both are autographed by Edsel Ford II. Uh, Ford Company board member and cousin of the executive chairman, Bill Ford. The Edsel, which was discontinued in 1960, after only three model years, took its name from Edsel Ford I, the only child of company founder Henry Ford. I thoroughly enjoyed my ownership experience with these two cars, according to Edsel Ford II. I loved the process of giving them new life with modern technology and made the classic cars more fun to drive. You know, there's a whole... The theory of should he have left them alone and not put later model engines in them? Um, hmm. Yeah, and you would think, you know, he's Edsel Ford. Yeah. You know, make me a 1958 engine. 
There you go. You know, go go out back somewhere, you you <laughs> engineering elves, and go make me a 1958 engine. But so what was the uh, what was the demise of the Etzel? Well, some people did not think it was the most attractive car in the world, mm -hmm. which was part of it. Um, price, I think it didn't. You know, there was you know Mercury Ford and um, Lincoln. And the Edsel just sort of was that extra car in there. But Peter from Salem can probably tell us more. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, but, um, you know, it's just, and that horse, coll horse collar grill did not appeal to everyone. And that may have been it. I mean, the cars were fundamentally Ford, so, I mean, there was nothing wrong but with it. But you would them. think that, you know, yeah. you know, as it went along, what would you say? Three, three years. Three yeah. years yeah. That, that, okay, so this yeah. this model isn't happening, so can, we should make some adjustments? Um, yeah. No? Well, or just I? Uh, well, you know. You named it after your kid, come on. Yeah, your yeah, only you kid. Would, you, would, you would think based on that, maybe that's a good reason, you know, that to keep it going. It's the only child yeah. you have. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, know? yeah, it didn't work out. It's a horrible yeah. looking car. Let's just get yeah. rid of it. I, I, I was trying to think what what was only around for three years. Gilligan's Island? I think it was more than that. Yeah. I, really, I, I don't yeah. know for sure, yeah. but I think it went more than yeah, that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Interesting you came yeah. up with Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I, I watched something last night about Don Wells, so it's, I, there wasn't much on TV last night. <laughs> Certainly <so>. not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently she got paid back then there was an issue with women and men payment and apparently, apparently yeah, still is and she only she only got paid $700 a week wow. and uh and Bob Denver got paid much more of course mm -hmm. she was the star know, yeah and uh uh the person who played Ginger whatever her name is she yeah. got paid $50 more ooh, ooh yeah so wonder why that was yeah and after the first year they did bump up Don Wells salary to $900 a week ooh yeah okay yeah now, I don't know if that's a week or an episode, actually. So, well, but, yeah. So, way too much about Gilead's Island. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, if, you had the, if you had the money, would you buy an electric car? Hmm. Uh, right now, probably not. Mm. Well, it's interesting. There's a J.D. Power survey that says more than half of prospective vehicle buyers or leasees are undecided about choosing a battery electric vehicle, uh, according to a study by J.D. Power. Nearly 60% of all new vehicle shoppers are on the fence about whether they would consider a battery electric car for their next purchase or lease, according to the U.S. Electric Vehicle Consideration Study. Big name. Of the respondents, yeah. a combined 59% said they're somewhat likely or somewhat unlikely to consider one. So... The indecisiveness is an opportunity for automakers to either sell the buyers on the potential or an EV, or I guess sell them something else that they don't want, I guess. So, kind of interesting. Um, in the study released uh, the end of February, the company surveyed more than 9,000 U.S. vehicle shoppers from December to January who intended to purchase a lease within 12 months. Of survey respondents who have owned or leased a battery electric vehicle, 46% said they are very luckily, likely to consider another. 6% um, are unlikely. So 6% of the people that already had electric cars were not happy with them. And half the survey respondents uh, have never been in an electric vehicle. 20% of the respondents who have ridden in one said they are very likely to consider one. 
the number drops to 7% for those who have not had the same experience. It's interesting that at my work, our boss, the CEO, just bought an electric car. Uh-huh. And uh, he's the CEO. You know, yeah, sure. And he had a hybrid before. I think he had a Lexus hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, my boss's boss is considering buying an electric car for his next vehicle purchase. And one of my coworkers, she leases a car now, and the lease is up in June or July, and she wants to buy an electric car. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're, we're heading that way. I think California is going to make it mandatory, well, ma- mandatory very soon. And here too, and here too, here too. So, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the thing I'd be concerned with right now, I, I think, is first of all the price; I can't afford it. Yeah. I mean, second of all. Uh, and you probably will say, no, that's not a problem at all. Uh, the filling stations, if you will, the charging stations. Well, well, he's looking around. I'm looking he's around. looking to see I'm if look- he can find one. He's going yeah. to really well, make me... Be- well, I'm, well, I'm looking around to see if I can find a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there's a gas station down the street. There is. Yeah. Each, each way, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I didn't see an electric charging station in either of those directions. I, I, wouldn't, and, I wouldn't know it if I saw it. Yeah, yeah. You, you might. Really? You might, yeah. 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 And the problem with electric charging stations is that it takes a while to charge up your electric car. Unless you have unless you have a Tesla and you go to one of their super fast charging stations where you can charge in twenty minutes. So it's not like filling up your gas tank. No, no. And that's one and if it's the typical one you see out in front of like the little town of Bridgewater has ten of them out in front of their town hall or something. And but they're level two if your car is really low, it's going to take hours and hours and hours. So, you know, ideal if you're going into, say, you know, the town hall and you have a lot of work to do, you plug in. and Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the other option, the other nice thing about electric cars is if you come to a business that has a charging station, they're usually located kind of in the front to show off a little bit, mm-hmm. which also limits how much you have to walk. There you go. So, you know, it has that upside. Plus, you could charge at home. And that's where probably... The majority of people will charge. And my boss's boss's boss, um, he put a charging station in his garage. So he can he can come in, plug in, and charge up his car. And he actually went for the high amperage one, so it charges up pretty quick. And he's like, it's got a 350-mile range under ideal conditions. And he says, that's, that's, that's a pretty good range. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah, good range. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he's uh, he thinks it's going to do everything he needs it to do. And... Uh, and it'll fit for him. So. so why don't we do this? All right. Um, we've got uh, Peter from Salem we on do. the phone that uh, wants to discuss uh, Edsel's. the Edsel's. Yeah. But let's let's get let's pay some bills. Okay. Come back real quick. All right. And then we'll have Peter, and we're gonna he's gonna fill us in on all the questions that we have okay. about Edsel. And then when we get done with Peter, we'll, we'll Ooh, what are we gonna do after that? We're gonna give away that book. Yeah, we are. Yeah, and remember, yeah, you know, and, and unless you want, you know, if you're living in, if you're listening online in Florida. Mm-hmm. And you want to drive to Beverly to pick up the book. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome to. Yep. But um, but probably it's best if you probably yeah not. yeah mm-hmm. unless you got nothing to do. Then yeah. Per, you know, where what do you not, say we take a quick drive to North Beverly? Yeah yeah yeah. It wasn't you know it was sixty minutes for me this morning. So there you go. Yeah. Well, again, if you have nothing to do, sixty minutes right mm-hmm. up here. Come and get it. So anyway, let's take let's take a break. Pay those bills. Remember, we are brought to you in part by AAA. Uh, place i've been working for nearly 36 years by the way i have to 
I have to take a minute. You remember last week I said, you know, I've been on the air doing this kind of stuff for like 38 years? Yeah. Yep. Well, that is true. But last week was also the one-year anniversary of being here. Oh, wow. That was one year ago last weekend. Was, was your first show? Was the first show. From at, Gillette. From Gillette Stadium. Remember it well, John. Yeah, from, said, so from, the travel, to, from the travel show. This so is what he wants it's to my do one, his first show? It's my one-year anniversary here. And the only reason I knew that was LinkedIn told me. And all these people said, congratulations Congrats. on your anniversary. Yeah, I'm like, anniversary for what? Oh, here. Huh. Then you decided at that point that probably the best thing to do on the first show is have be on the high wire without a net. Yeah, exactly. So off to, off to Gillette he went. Yeah, off to Gillette I went, and it uh, it has been a fun year so far. Well, and it worked and, out great. Yeah, and and again, our program's brought to you in part by AAA, uh, AAA.com slash join. And, you know, if you said, uh, money's a little tight, you can pay by the month now. Oh, you can? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So you don't have to pay oh, for nice. it all at once. So you oh, can good. pay by the month. So it makes it nice and easy. And I recommend plus to everybody, basic memberships, okay? Premier memberships, fantastic. Plus is the best value. Go with that one. That's what you do. So AAA.com slash join. We'll be right back. knowledgeable staff at the Building Center of Gloucester and Essex can help get your spring projects going with the best in outdoor living from Trex. Trex Decking offers easy installation, lasting beauty, and a 25-year warranty. Check out the colors and railing options at the Building Center today. Or, if your spring to-do list includes updating doors or windows, kitchen, bath, or paint, you found the right place at the Building Center. The Building Center now offers online shopping with touch-free curbside pickup and orders ready within four hours. Details at bcgloucester.com so you need a car, but you don't have the cash. Misho Mitsubishi. Did you know Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers is a used car solution? People tell me the most difficult part of the car buying process is deciding where to buy. There are so many choices. Who has the best deals? Is the car in good condition? And can I trust them? It's information overload. Well, we have a solution. Misho Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers is the hidden secret on the North Shore. Full transparency, low pressure atmosphere, and people that treat you like family. Simply put, we're different. Our inventory is loaded with incredible options. From Acuras to Hondas, Toyotas, and Fords. That's right. We don't just... Just carry Mitsubishi. So whether you're a carpenter, a landscaper, a plumber, or a student going to school, we have the used car for you, and they all have a warranty. Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers is your used car solution. Veterans, senior citizens, you get an extra $250 off as a courtesy. It's the truth. Misho Mitsubishi is different. No shenanigans, just great deals. Visit us on Route 114 in Danvers. MishoAuto.com. M-I-C-H-A-U-T. Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Resenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast, serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Lots of sun today, breezy and really not cold. Temps mostly in the 40s. Partly cloudy and cold overnight in the mid-20s. Tomorrow morning sun and lots of clouds moving in during the afternoon. Maybe a flurry or a late-day snow squall. It'll be in the mid-40s, turning much colder by dark. Very cold air comes in Sunday night with strong northwest winds. Monday, sun clouds, windy and cold, only near freezing. There are no big storms in sight.
forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is open every day for lunch and dinner. The Berry Tavern offers takeout, ordering, curbside pickup, and delivery to local delivery companies. Call the Berry Tavern, 978-777-2377. For local door shore, 1049, I'm O'Cresson Falls. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9 in this uh, sunny and breezy uh, treetop studio that I'm in. I like that. I like that. I've never been in a... I've never known myself to be in a treetop. In a treetop studio. Yeah. Well, there you are, because the, oh, trees, the, the trees, trees are right there. Right there, yeah. yeah. We're on top of them. So we are, sort of. And, you know, eventually the trees will get taller and we won't. But, and we won't. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think the, act, the building will grow, but uh, yeah. you I, don't know. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. Hey, let's talk to Peter. Hello, John. Hello, Peter. So what was the demise, you know, you know, Biff said, what was the demise of the Edsel? What was it really? What was the demise? Well, uh, can I give you a little history, John? All right. All right. right. 1946, um, Henry Ford II comes out of the Navy. Uh, Ford Motor Company is in a disaster. Right? Yeah. Okay. They reorganize. They bring in the whiz kits, which are basically officers from the Strategic Air Command. Okay any of them from the Air Force. And they um, they come up with the 49 Ford, yep. and it's a hit. Yep. It takes off. And then they also come up with a, a report called the Davis Report, and basically they're going to duplicate General Motors, all right? Mm-hmm. Car for car, price for price. So they got, their, their egos ran away with them at Ford. The, uh, Henry Ford II was an egotistical executive yeah so, so 1955 after that they've come out with the thunderbird and that's a relatively big success mm-hmm. so now they got cars that are sports cars where ford was always just a working man's yeah. kind of car yeah. Right? Yeah. so they come up with the idea for this uh new car in the middle and it's going to bridge everyone that Buying a Ford will not go to General Motors or Chrysler to upgrade. So they're not going to they're not going to go buy a Pontiac. Exactly mm-hmm. in that price point. So they come out with the uh, the Etzel, and it was supposed to come out like around nineteen forty nine fifty. They were talking mm-hmm. about this. They came out in fifty seven, and July of fifty seven was like two thousand eight. Mm. Giant recession. Giant recession. Nothing is selling in the uh, middle price car field and uh they got a car that comes out in september of 57 overpriced and the same month everything is being marked down all the 57 models mm. so everyone's looking at this etzel like at a premium price and then um they're going well i can buy a uh, mercury 57 for 800 900 dollars less ah then, on top of that, they, they built the Etzel in 18 different factories. <laughs> Can you imagine? 18 different factories and no quality control. If it was a Ford factory, uh, the 10th car coming down the line was an Etzel. Uh-huh. You, you're a union worker, and you say, in your mind, I'm building two cars for one money. Mm. So now you've got to change how you're putting together a Ford to put together an Etzel. So they were coming out of the line, poorly built, half built, um, and being shipped to dealers with a note on the windshield. 
this car needs this thing. So the car, the dealers were rebuilding the cars. <laughs> so um, and now all the electric devices, you got push button transmission, yeah. two relays, a motor that's shifting the transmission electrically. Can you imagine that in the middle of a February uh, snowstorm? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now people, uh, it gets a reputation, um, and Jack Parr says it's an Oldsmobile sucking a lemon on TV, and then everyone's making, uh, they, they'd squeeze their lips when they saw the car yeah. run by, and uh, so it became like a Mariah overnight. Ah. Ah. And they couldn't, they couldn't, um, couldn't give them away at one point, and they had this contest called Name the Pony. And they actually put a pony in each dealership, and uh, that didn't work out so good. <laughs> the ponies were dying, so um, it just was one thing after another. And then um, the the Ford commitment for the car started to dehydrate after yeah. about a year, and then uh, they looked through a '59 model, which was kind of a rehashed '59 Ford, yeah. and in the '60. And then 1,200 dealers uh, were just cut off, hmm. cut off immediately because they gave the Comet to Mercury, not to Etzel, ah. at the last minute. And that's what people wanted. They wanted yeah. a six-cylinder car. They wanted 30 miles to the gallon. They didn't want electric push buttons anymore. They wanted something simple. And uh, So Etzel was just like all those big cars in that mm. uh, middle price field they just died yeah Completely. so so did you put your bid in for this uh for uh, Edsel's Edsel here oh, yeah no, well it's on the cover of our newsletter which well, is called the mm. citation yeah. um we do it um you know five times yeah. a year yeah. and uh yeah everyone yeah. everyone's excited about it but uh like you said earlier it's too bad he didn't do a 100 point restoration yeah you would you would think he could just go back to some engineer and go, hey, build me a build me a new engine for this thing, will you? Yeah. Well, yeah. what's happening now, John, in, in the hobby is they want old car body with yeah. new car. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they want everything brand new yeah. underneath. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind well, of changing the whole hobby yeah. of the car. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I think I I want that about me too. So yeah, I, uh, I want brand, that list. I want brand new underneath too. Yeah, put me on that uh, list too. But yeah. Yeah, but it's it's killing uh, a lot of these cars. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the pictures of it it looks looks factory, yeah. uh, right? Yeah. But the, the rest of it is, is yeah. all, all new. Well, if anyone, if anyone, Peter, I knew you would know the answer. I hope I didn't give you too much information, John. No, <laughs> no, not for me. All right, no. thanks, Peter. All right, you. All right, good. all right. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, have we teased it enough? I think we have. We yeah. have? Okay. Yep. I think we have. So the officially licensed Corvette Stingray book, The Mid-Engine Revolution, chronicles the full development story behind the Corvette's reimagined sports car with engaging detailed text and photography from the GM archives and Corvette's team members. That's what it says on Amazon about the book, by the way. I didn't say that. Um, but the one I looked through at home that has the water spots in it, it's a really nice book. And uh, and it's worth uh, it's worth about 40 bucks. And all you have to be, now, two rules. Look, people are calling already. But all you have to be is uh, you have to be able to come here and pick it up. Because I'm not going to put it in the mail. Because I bought stamps this week. And yep. I'm, now I'm broke. <laughs> uh, so, so I can't afford it. So you'll have to come here to the station and pick it up. And, but the trick is you have to be 
caller number. Caller number nine. Nine. Like 104 nine. nine. You have right. to be caller number nine. nine. So call in at 800-370-1049. And if you're caller number nine, you can come here Monday through Friday and pick up the book. So caller number nine. Simple enough. So 1-800-370-1049 and you can have the book. And it's that easy. So, um, and it, again, it looks really good. And uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the head of GM at the time uh, did the forward of the book. Just it was well done. And, and it was, um, you know, basically by Chevrolet. So it's a officially licensed GM product that if you have a Corvette, if you happen to have the new C8 Corvette, um, which I'm starting to see more and more of, wouldn't this be nice to go along with that? That would be nice. We got this question last week about um, Tiger Woods and the and the Genesis GV80. Um, it says here in an article in Automotive News, a Cadillac Escalade helped upend golf champion Tiger Woods' life after he crashed into a fire hydrant in 2009, and the Genesis GV80 may have saved his life in a crash two weeks ago. Images and videos of the battered GV80, a new midsize crossover that arrives at dealers in that arrived at dealers in December after a long delay because of the coronavirus pandemic, was plastered on TV and uh, social media following the single car crash that left Tiger Woods' right leg fractured and his ankle shattered. Woods was driving the GV80 courtesy vehicle after serving as host of the Genesis Invitational Golf Tournament. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Vinanuva, it looks like, uh, said at a news conference the GV80 rolled several times after leaving the roadway while going downhill. Fortunately, uh, according to the sheriff, the past department of GV80 was intact and the airbags deployed. The fact that Woods was wearing a seatbelt could have very well have saved him from more serious injuries because... Airbags only work with seatbelts. Um, during the tournament, uh, Genesis had posted photos uh, on its Instagram account of Woods with the GV80. In one Woods, um, uh, Genesis Motors America uh, CEO Mark Del Rosso and tournament winner Mark Max Homa stood in front of a GV80 on display at the event. The incident resurfaced memories of the Escalade crash, but uh, they say... Uh, I look at it, the pictures. The back end is squished. The front end is squished. But the uh, passenger compartment, including the rear seat, looks really, really solid. Hmm. Well, guess what, John? Do we have a winner? We do. We do? Jane Trombley from Beverly, Massachusetts. Is wow, that, so is she, winner? she can almost walk here. Well, I'm not sure if she can walk here. But she's the winner. I, I right. Yep, I, she is our so, winner. So, so Jane, so, so don't hang up, Jane. I don't hang more, up. I need more information don't, from you, Jane. Don't hang up, Jane. Yeah. Stay right there. Yeah. And if you're trying to win, well, you're a little late. I'm afraid you're a little late, but thank everybody for calling. Yeah, thank and you. someday, and someday, you know, I have this kind of accumulation of books, mm-hmm. and someday, yeah. someday, I guess, you know, they're, they're they're in most cases hardly read, but maybe I should start to do the same thing. Well, if, there you go. And and not as good as a book. But in a couple of weeks, we're going to be talking to Rich Renner. He is from uh, Car ID, an auto, online auto parts store. And somewhere around the radio station here, there's 10 T-shirts to give away. Uh-huh. So we're going to give away T-shirts. Sweet. Yeah. So Sweet. There you go. So there you go. 
Yeah. So why don't we take our final break? Oh, yeah, why don't we do that? Why don't we take our last break? If you would like to call us and just chit-chat, 800-370-1049. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We will be right back. Foundation's exceptional people have been providing home health, palliative, and hospice care for more than a century. I'm Karen Gomes, President and CEO of Home Health Foundation. Our professionals deliver expert, compassionate care to patients in their homes and community settings 24 hours a day, seven days a week with the highest standards of safety and excellence. Our goal is to support patients and families with wellness measures and comfort care, one person at a time. Learn more about home health, palliative, and hospice care at homehealthfoundation.org. Join AAA today and avoid roadside headaches this winter. Don't let a dead battery, frozen car locks, or an unexpected breakdown keep you out in the cold. With a AAA membership, you're protected on the road anytime, in any car, and in any weather. AAA technicians will be there to quickly fix your problem and get you back on the road, often without the need for a tow. Visit aaa.com slash join to sign up. That's aaa.com slash join. The following message is brought to you by Boston Fence and Vinyl through 1049's Project Local program. You can make a difference in the life of homeless animals at Cape and Animal Aid. The annual Winter Ball fundraiser has been reimagined to a Tales of Summer Love celebration, sharing the love stories that helped our community heal in 2020. The financial need is huge, and your donation can help more homeless animals find their own love story in 2021 and beyond. Details at capeandanimalaid.org backslash winterball dash tales of love. This winter, cleaning isn't just a chore, it's essential. Between working from home, remote learning, and our busy pets, our homes are getting a lot of wear. Hi, this is Matt Donnelly, owner of The Maids. For over 25 years, we have been New England's choice for healthy home cleaning. Our award-winning teams wear PPE and use only professional equipment and products. Don't expose your home, family, and pets to just anyone with a vacuum and a mop. Safely have your home cleaned by The Maids. Call 978-276-1276 or online at themaidsma.com. Join me, Joe Piantanosi, Sunday morning for Bread and Bread, 10 a.m. as we celebrate the start of Daylight Savings Time and get ready to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. That's Bread and Bread, Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. right here on North Shore 104.9. Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. I want to thank Jane from Beverly for listening and calling in and winning the book. And uh, Biff gave her all the directions about what to do. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make sure it's her when she picks it up. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, Jane. And thank everybody else for... And I uh, want to thank everybody else yeah, for calling. The other... And listening, obviously. Yeah, but the other... The phones were ringing off the hook. They were. It was great. Yeah. We're going to do more of that in the future. I, that's what I'm getting from you. Giveaways. Giveaways. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. again, it might not be a $40 Corvette book, but... But... That might be a... T-shirt. A T-shirt. Hey, I'm, So uh, the other question I had for you is, um, when would we see you again? I don't know. Yeah, you're not sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah, well... I mean, we're going to be soon on the other side of winter, so... 
Yeah. Let's see. How do I put this? You won't have that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won't be. Okay, I won't be in Florida. No. Um, but we also, I think we sort of owe uh, Michelle Mitsubishi a, a cookout or something. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we had, yeah. Kev, we had Kevin on, yeah. he uh, sort yeah. of, uh, yeah, he sort why of, don't you guys come on down? Yeah. Come on down for some Hamburgs. Which would be, that's, I mean, that the beautiful Saturday morning. Beautiful. Sun, beautiful. Summer, summer, summertime. Yeah. Nothing like a... Uh, you know, maybe maybe we could get like uh, KM to be a sponsor or something. There you go. Wow. You know, we could get some brats. You're thinking big. I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pantadozy rolls. Oh, that's 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 easy. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah, that's done. Yeah, uh, and and uh, Joe brought up a good point about daylight savings time. Remember, turn your clocks exactly. back, yep. so you're going to lose an hour's sleep. And when you lose an hour's sleep, it screws up your circadian rhythm. So you're actually groggy for about a week. Even yeah, and, that, and, and automobile accidents go up? They do. They do. They actually go up. People think that they go up when we gain an hour because we're driving more in the dark, which is actually true. True, yep. But when we lose an hour, we get silly and we become kind of groggy and it takes about a week for our bodies to readjust. So if you were crazy, you would be going to bed a little bit different every day this week to prepare for the Sunday time change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't think that an hour would screw you up. That it much. does. It Apparently it does. You don't, you don't even realize it, do you? No, no. And that's the problem because your reaction times change, your overall, your overall kind of demeanor changes a little bit. So kind of the way it works. So anyway, um, Ford says it's best not to use your Tesla like an F-150. I guess Ford was lending out some of their new hybrid F-150s to people in Texas without electricity because they had generators built in. And Tesla says if you use your Tesla as a generator, you could void the warranty. Uh, but it's interesting that um, there is some thought that, you know, as people go into more electric vehicles, when Biff finally does decide to buy his <laughs> electric car, when he crosses over that more than 50% of the people want one, mm -hmm. um, they may be um, bi-directional. So in other words, if the power goes out at your house, you can use it to power your house. Wow. But, but if the electricity just dims because of rolling brownouts because we can't make enough electricity, your car may actually put electricity back into the grid. How's Holy, that? so How's these cars may be... Providing us with electric power, wicked smart, as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. So, wicked yeah. smart is wicked, right. Wicked smart cars, wicked smart cars, not to be confused with a smart car, which was never wicked smart, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, that music means we need to go. Um, next week, we're going to be talking to Mike Porcelli. Hmm? Mike Porcelli is a college professor. Okay. A automotive talk show host out of New York. Ooh. A, a brethren in the field. Yeah, yeah. A body shop owner. Wow. He has. I don't know. He's. I don't. He might even have his PhD. I mean, he's just. Wow. Yeah. That's, he, that's wicked yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you, you and I, we have our PhD in pilot high and deeper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, yep. So, but anyway, we're going to be talking to him next week. So until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, wash your hands, wear a mask. Talk to you all next week. Bye bye. Portions of this hour are pre-recorded.